Hey y'all, what's up, what's going on? This is Dre E and this is the Minority Report, episode number four, Self-Fulfilling Prophecy. Now, before I get started, man, I just want to apologize for episode number three. Just, um, yeah, it was just, it was a bad uh, episode for myself. I just felt it was a bad episode. Um, way too many curse words coming off. I came off real negative. I came off real um, angry, like I was angry at the world. Um, and not so much, really. It was just, I mean, it's a real passionate um, topic that I was talking about. Um, just some things that, um, of course, affected me personally as well. But I, th I just feel it was way too many curse words for the message to be as important as it was. I think that um, the message got lost in the curse words. And um, quite, quite frankly, I feel like a lot of people was just turned off um, from that. And like I said, rightfully so. Um, I'm man enough to admit that I missed that I'm, I messed up on that, um, but I'm learning. I'm still learning, so um, I know what not to do next time, especially when um, it's a subject that I'm so passionate about. So I'm gonna leave that there. Like again, like I said to all my listeners, to all my viewers on YouTube, um, just know that, uh, like I said, I apologize for that. And uh, moving forward, um, I'm gonna make sure that uh, not so much cursing. I mean, we're gonna curse because that's just who I am, but um when it comes to cursing like that and coming off angry like an angry black man no nah, we're not doing that um because that's not what this is all about all right all right so with that being said self-fulfilling prophecies um and what that is and what that looks like so it's the end of a decade it's the end of a month it's the end of the year which means 2020 is here it's here y'all so um, I really wanted to touch on the um, self-fulfilling prophecy and what that looks like. Now, um, as far as myself, um, it's very important to um, figure out and find out now to all my young viewers um, listening to this. Um, if you're younger than pr pretty much 30 or 20, I could say. I say 25, especially uh, for the men. If you're younger than 25, then you're pretty, you're pretty much, you probably, you probably, Jesus, you probably don't know what it is that, what your purpose is, what you're here for, what you, what you want to do in life. So, and you still have time. That's not a problem. But right around your late 20s, your early, early 30s, you try, you start to figure out what it is that you're here for. And some of us. We know at a young age, I've known since I was in high school what I was here for, and that's to help people and to help people who are less fortunate than me. So with that being said, I've always wanted to be a high school principal. I always wanted to be a teacher and then eventually a principal or a counselor, anything that had to do with helping underprivileged youth because I was an underprivileged youth. Um, growing up. So, um, and it took a teacher and a few of my principals, my uh, attendance counseling, guidance, um, my guidance counselor and my attendance counselor, whatever you want to call him, um, to uh, really um, work with me to, to, um, to show me what my self-worth was. And then, of course, all of my friends that I had around me that I still have around me to this day, um, they pretty much shaped and formed um, what it is that I wanted to do. Now, don't get me wrong, I've spent years, and I do mean years, probably 
the greater part of 20 years, um, pretty much putting off what I've always wanted to do in life to, to be inside this rat race that we call life, you know? So it's just one of those things to whereas we have to really find out what's important to ourselves and, and who we are. Because once we find out who we are and what's important to us, we'll start to realize that a lot of things that we thought mattered before really just doesn't matter anymore. And just speaking on my own personal experience, um, when I got out of high school, I joined the Air Force, did the Air Force, um, had some troubles in the Air Force, um, got out of Air Force after four years. Um, and then I barked, I, I embarked on the journey of, uh, retail. Um, I went into, to the, to the retail field, um, career field, um, started at Walmart doing uh, loss prevention, did that for a few years before working my way up into, um, upper management when it came to, uh, retail. Now with that journey, with, with that being said, I spent so much money. I mean, I spent so much time chasing the money and the and what I felt that I needed to do to be successful in life. Okay. So like I said, I was working two, two, three jobs at sometimes. Um, I had a side hustle. I had another side hustle while I'm working these jobs. Um, I eventually had my children and I was doing all of these things. And all the while knowing that that's really never, that's never really what I wanted to do in life. I never imagined being in security and retail for 20 years of my life. That's not something that I've ever imagined. Like I said, when I was a teenager, I never even thought once about being in retail nor security, ever. Never thought once. I've always thought that, like I said, I was gonna be giving back to the children um, either, um, like I said, being a teacher, being a principal. And before then, while I was in school to become one, I would be, I thought I would be like, a, um, working at the boys and girls club, um, as a, as a counselor, as, as one of those, um, of one of those assistants in the boys and girls clubs or something or YMCA or something like that. That's what I've always pictured myself as doing. And like I said, once I got out of high school and joined the air force, everything for me just went left. It went completely left for me. Now, I spent that whole time. So now, um, like most of us, we're brought up in the the fact of, and we're, we're brought up in a household that tells us what's successful and what success looks like. And unfortunately, for a lot of black households and a lot a lot of Latino households, it's um, we def we define our success through materialistic things, okay? So, and I know that first and foremost because I used to be that guy. Um, I used to be that guy for a long, long time. Shit, I used to be that guy up until um, about almost two years ago. Everything about me um, had to be, I, I, I had, not, not to say I had to have the best, but I had to be, I had to look the flyers. I had to, like I said, I had to dress the flyers. I wanted the nice car. I wanted the nice house or the nice apartment, the nice condo, whatever you want to call it. I wanted all the the nicest um, furniture that went along with that. And those are the things that I strived for for the greater part of almost 40 years of my life. 
Now, the problem with that is, is we, we think that these materialistic things, we think that these materialistic things is the thing that's going to bring us the most joy. But here's the thing, and I wasn't even smart enough to understand this until, like I said, my around my mid-30s. Um, everything that I ever wanted in my life, um, I've gotten, I've gotten it probably... 10 times over, you know, uh, I've always wanted the flyest shoes. I've always wanted to, I wanted the flyest clothes. I wanted, I wanted to just be a real fly dude. Um, and that just stemmed from my childhood and being, um, being less fortunate than others. But that's also stemming from my family always preaching to us, um, what success looks for, looks like. So it's one of those things to whereas, Hey, you need to get out there. You need to First, you need to uh, go to school, you know, graduate from high school. Either you're going to go into college, you're, either you're going to go on to college or you're going to go into um, into a career and start off at the bottom and work your way up to the top. Now, no fault to our parents, because that's pretty much how our parents were taught um, by their parents um, before us. So it was always one of those get into a good company, work your way up. Um, um, and then once you get into that good company, you start working your way up and then you can buy yourself, you know, that nice car, you got to buy yourself a nice home for that nice car. Um, right. To put that nice car in, you got to have a nice home. Then you got to have all these, uh, beautiful and extravagant, um, furnishings, um, in your house. You got to have the 80s, 80 inch screen TV. You got to have a TV in every room. You got to have a, at the time. A DVD player, surround sound. You gotta have uh, the nice leather sofa, everything. The big bed, the king size, California king size bed. All of these things, all of these nice furnishings that you had to put into this house, right? And then when you're out in public, you got you gotta look fly, man. You gotta have some nice shoes. You gotta have a nice outfit. You gotta have a nice watch. You gotta have probably a nice chain. You gotta have all these nice things, and. From the outside looking in, that's what success looks like, you know? So, and that's truly what I believed for the longest time. Now, we got to understand that. I mean, to some people, yeah, I guess that's that's what success and happy happiness looks like to them. But for myself and my own personal experience, like I said, y'all, man, I had that shit... 10 times over. I've had that stuff 10 times over. I have, I've had the nice cars, man. I, every, every car that I ever wanted, um, I got every single last one of them. I wanted first car I ever wanted. I wanted a Honda Civic. My brother Tito helped me get that Honda Civic, right? Um, so I got that Honda Civic. And then from there, I said, man, from the, from the Civic, I said, I want to move. I want to get me an Accord, right? So then I went out and I got me an Accord. And then from there, I got, um, what did I want? From there, I wanted a Maxima. I finally got the Maxima. And then um, <laughs> before that, you know, I'm just with my friends and my peer group and stuff. So I wanted the Maxima. And then I was, shit, I was like, yo, if, if I could ever get me a, a Lexus LS uh, 430 or 450 at the time, I said, yo, I'll be straight. I'll be good to go. So after I did the Maxima, I got the LS 4, uh, 430, 450. And then my dream was to get the LS 4, uh, 460. And then we got that as well, right? So 
rewind a little bit. Every time I wanted a car that I've ever wanted, I got it, right? And yeah, man, the feeling was, was great at the time. It was like, yeah, I got my car, but then I wore off. And then, like I said, I wanted the next car. Then I wanted the next car. Then I wanted the next car, you know? And then the same thing with clothes. The same thing, the same thing with clothes. It was like, hey, man, I, uh, I need this pair of shoes. I need this pair of shoes. I need this pair of shoes when it drops. I need this clothes. I need these pants. I need, I need all of this stuff because I want to be fly. I want to be fly out there. I remember one time, man, I wanted this polo wallet, right? I wanted this polo Ralph Lauren wallet. This shit costs... The shit cost me, uh, I think it was $98 plus tax at Dillard's. Um, I think I took my last $100 and I paid for that wallet. So now I had the wallet, but I ain't had no damn money to put in it, you know? Just doing ignorant shit like that, man. But every time that I've wanted something, I've got it. And it gave me, it gave, it gave me that temporary joy. So then fast forward to around a couple years ago. It was a couple years ago, man, I started to realize that I had got everything I've ever wanted materialistically and I still wasn't happy. I still wasn't happy with myself. I still felt like I hadn't accomplished anything and I still felt as if I had a lot, I had a lot more, I had a lot more to learn and I had a lot more to give. And once I realized that, it really did uh, put me in a funk because here I am, damn near almost 40 years old, and, I and I'm just then realizing that none of this shit brought me joy. The only thing that really brings me joy is helping others, seeing my people happy, seeing my family happy, seeing my, good, my, my daughters in good health, and that's pretty much it. And traveling the world, that that does. I mean, tra traveling that makes me happy as well. Just seeing other things, seeing seeing other cultures, that makes me happy. All of these clothes, all of these cars, all of these uh, apartments that I've had, house I've had, um, none of that stuff really did it for me. So it's important to understand what you're here for. I tell people, I, well, if you've if you listen to the first podcast, I believe I let people know um, and I let them know all the time, like 2019, by far, besides 2005, 2019 has been one of the worst years of my life. Um, but check this out. With that being said, I've made the let the, I made the least amount of money I've ever made. I said I've ever made in 2019. Right. But. I'm free, but by this time now, like right now, I'm free and I'm happy, right? I still got some things I want to work out, but I'm free and I'm happy. And to me, that's success. I've been helping others. I've, I've, I've talked to many of people from different walks of life. I've been helping others. I've been helping myself. I've, and through helping others, I've been helping myself. And I look back on it, even though it was the worst year by far that I've had in years, I look back on it and I'm like, well, I got my health. I've helped a lot of people. I finally started this podcast that I've been wanting to start for over two years now. 
I finally said, fuck it, and I did it. That's a major accomplishment for me. Um, more so for me because, like I said, I think that this podcast that I'm doing, along with a few others, they're really actually helping people get through their day. And that's what it is. For me, I love to see people grow. I just love, that's, that's my favorite word of the year is just growth. And it'll probably be my favorite word for the next decade is just growth because I continuously want to grow myself and I continuously want to see the people around me grow. And the only way we're going to be able to do that is if we start fulfilling what our self-prophecy is. Mine's like, is like I said, mine's is helping others in any way that I can. But for me, my true, my, my true enjoyment comes from helping other people see what their max potential is, helping them see and fulfill their own self-fulfilling prophecy and figuring out what their definition of success is. As a life coach, I've had clients, many of clients who in their late 20s, mid 30s, and they're pretty much they're having a midlife crisis because they've went through, they've went through almost... Uh, no, I'm not going to say almost. They went through four years of school, six years of school, some of them eight years of school. And what, they're, they, what they've been doing is fulfilling a role that their parents have wanted them to, to, to participate in for so long. Oh, it's the family business for you to be a for you to be a dentist, or it's the family's business for you to be a nurse. We're all nurses. I come from a family full of nurses, so you're next in line. It's time for you to be up and be a nurse. When all the while, I like I said before, like this person wanted to be a rock star. They love music. But instead of fulfilling their dreams, they put their dreams on hold or on the back burner or just completely tossed them out to make their parents happy. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I understand that, you know, we, we always want to stand in the light and, and, and be in a good light when it comes to our parents. But the thing is, you guys, you only got one life to live and only you can live it. Your parents, unless you're staying with your parents in your parents' house, then, then we got some whole other set of problems, maybe. But then you're, you're kind of forced to do what your parents say, do. But if you're out of that house and you're making a life for yourself, like I said, I man, it's your life to live. So you might as well figure it out, figure out what it is that you want to do. Not what your parents want you to do, not what society says that they believe you should do, not what your friends think you should do. And yes, some of our friends, they have great intentions on what they want us to do. But at the same time, like I said, it's your life. We we can't we can't we can't sit around and and figure out the bottom line is someone's going to be mad at you regardless. So you might as well be happy doing what it is you want to do in life. Period. And I'm talking about whatever it is you want to do in life. It could be the career you want, it could be the person you want to date. It could be the kind of car you want to drive. It could be the neighborhood you want to live in. If that's what you want to do, then do it. I know in my peer group, we spent a whole lot of years doing what a whole lot of other people have wanted us to do. 
and we've been, we've been, um, we've been defining our success by other people's success. Now, what I mean by that is, like I said, the way we were growing up, grew up and the way we were taught was, hey, we got to, when, when you reach a certain point, you need to have your career in order. You need to have this. You should have this house. You should have these cars. You should have kids. You should be married by such and such time. And then you guys be together. And then that's how you live. That's how you live happily ever after. That's what the so-called American dream is supposed to look like. But my dreams is a lot different from others. I started all the way over at the age of at the age of 40. It wasn't until I got with my ex and she showed me what about entrepreneurship that I started embarking on being my own boss and going into business for myself. Now, this is what I mean by what success looks like to, to me and different people. Now, success to you might may look like Hey, I got that. I got the how. I mean, I got the career. I got. I get the career. I got forty plus hours. I make a great salary. I work. I, I work for a great employer. Um, I got my house. I have my husband. I have my wife. I have my kids, and that's what success looks like for you. But for me, it looks like hmm, I may not make that much money, but I'd rather work for myself. I want to be in business for myself. That way I could be my own boss, make my own, make my own rules, make my own schedule. And I could go in and I'm, I could go spend time with my daughters and I could go on vacation whenever the hell it is I want to go. Now, I may not make a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand a year yet. But that's what your success looks like. My success looks like. Happiness and freedom, freedom to be able to maneuver and move whenever I want to be able to do so. That's what success looks like to me. Now, I understand that success, what success looks like to most people. I used to live what I thought was a successful life, but I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy a lot. I, I suffer from depression. I suffer from PTSD. And me being in retail and security and living the life that I was living all of those years was really fucking with my depression and my PTSD. It just really was. But since I've been out on my own, doing my own thing for the last uh, four years, and then really within this last year, just really completely on my own, doing my thing. Like I said, I mean, I'm the brokest I've ever been. I'm the brokest I've ever been in 41 years. But I'm damn near the happiest I've ever been in those years as well. Because I can honestly say, y'all, I went out here and I'm, I'm doing it my way, on my terms, with a little help from some people around me. Now, we all have people in our lives. We got to understand that everybody can't go. Everybody can't go on this journey with on this journey with you. Like I said, man, new month, new year, new decade. Start doing some new things in that new month, new year, and new decade, and start getting some positive results. Everybody can't go. Some people you gotta leave in this decade. Some people you just gotta leave alone, period. I'm a firm believer in that. 
you can't let someone say to you, someone who's been working a nine to five for 20 to 40 plus years, someone's been working a nine to five for 20 to 40 plus years, working for multiple different employers or working for one employer, um, making whatever kind of money they're making, tell you not to follow your dreams and pursue your dream, pursue your dreams. Some of us aren't meant to work that nine to five for the rest of our lives. Some of us are creators. Some of us are meant to work for ourselves. Some of our some of us are meant to empower others to do the same. Some of us are meant to empower others to do the same and then collaborate on bigger and other goals um, and businesses going forward. Not everybody's meant for that nine to five life. Uh, that two, that one week, that two week, two week vacation uh, per year thing. We're not all bit, we're not all built for that. So it's important to listen to the words of the people that you call your quote unquote family and friends, because some of those people are the most envious of you, and that's just a reality. We talked about that a couple of episodes ago. That just is what it is. Not everyone around you is going to want to see you win. Not everyone around you is going to motivate you to want to win. They're going to say slick remarks. They're going to, they're going to encourage you only so far, but they're always going to have something negative to say every time that they encourage you to go further. It's like, yeah, yeah, do this, but remember this, but don't fuck this up. But like, we don't need all that. Sometimes... We just need the pat on the back and move forward. Yo, tell me how I can win. Show me how you can help me. I knew somebody told me, somebody, somebody told me a while ago, or, or I read a while ago. They said, hey, Dre, if you, or, or, or whatever it said, said, if you really want to know who your true friends are, start a business. That's one of the truest statements that I've ever read in my life. Because, like I said, I've started a couple, a few businesses, actually. And there's some people I've known my whole life still haven't, like I said, haven't uh, brought a shirt, bought a shirt from me, haven't bought um, a hat from me, ha hasn't got style from me, hasn't, um, what else, uh, hasn't booked a DJ appointment with me, um, and now we got taxes coming up and we got the tax business going. Everybody needs taxes. And I guarantee, matter of fact, I, I posted some stuff on my Facebook the other day and only a couple of my people shared it and even talked to me about it. But that just goes to show you like everybody, everybody ain't for you. And that's okay though. Because our mission in life is to find the people who are. The people who are for you are really for you. And nine out of 10 times is going to be a complete stranger. Nine out of 10 times is going to be a complete stranger are going to be the ones rooting for you. But I'm trying to tell you guys right now, your circle is very important. Who you surround yourself with is very important and it's going to be key to your, to your success. Because as much as we want to say, oh, I could do it on my own, fuck it, I don't need nobody. No, that's not true. We need people. 
We need like-minded people and we mean and we need people who think differently than we think. It doesn't mean that they're trying to invade upon your business or to take over your business. It says you got to you got to you got to be able to recognize when someone's strengths are there to pick up and to offset your weaknesses. We just got to understand these things. Your circle is vitally important. We got to stop letting other people define our definition of success. Like I just said earlier, somebody's definition of sales, success, house, car, nice car, um, career, working the nine to five, family, cool. Somebody else's definition of success may be, excuse me, backpacking through Europe every summer. For the whole summer. That's what success looks like looks like to that person. We can't get up and always trying to um fit into someone someone else's definition of success. You gotta have goals, you gotta have you have you have to have goals going forward when you're trying to really change and be a better person for yourself first. Because I'm a firm believer, if you're a better person for yourself first, everything around you is going to get better naturally. But you got to cut off toxic people. You got to start believing in yourself. Start motivating yourself. Case in point for myself. I was going to share this for you, man. Like, looking at myself on camera, I'm like, damn, Dre, you fat as hell. This is what I tell myself, right? <laughs> and... The thing is, is like, yo, I always tell myself every month, like, yo, man, I'm going to get back out there and I'm going to start running again. I'm going to get back out there and I'm going to start running again. And I do. I get out there and I start running. And then next thing you know, I'm back to my old routine. I tell myself I'm going to start eating better. Next thing you know, I'm back to my old routine. The cheeseburgers, they just keep calling me, right? They just keep calling me. But... When I look at myself on camera or I'm looking at myself, or I'm trying to put some clothes on. Um, I, I had something recently um, at a Christmas party recently um, that I went to. And um, I'm in there trying to, you know, put on some clothes, trying to get fly. Nah. <laughs> Yo, the clothes is like, nah, that ain't it, bro. So and I'm mad and I'm mad. I got a closet full of clothes that I cannot wear. But I have no one to be mad at, at except for myself because I have to develop the discipline to really put the workout and running in motion. I know we're all our own worst critic. I know that. I'm my own worst critic. Can nobody tell me nothing about myself that I don't already know about myself? So for me, like I said, I got to get disciplined enough to get in shape, to, to get my health in order, right? And I'm pretty, I pretty much got a clean bill of health outside of I'm a little on the obese side, according to my uh, primary physician. It is what it is. And I feel it, though. You know, I got I to be able to, you know, keep up with my daughter. I got to give it to keep up with my daughters, you know. So I know I got to get that in order, but it takes discipline. It takes belief in self that I can do it. And we got to understand that we, we got we to gotta remind ourselves that results don't happen overnight. As far as, I mean, some things, sometimes it does. 
but most time it doesn't. It just takes hard work and discipline. That's so that's the that's the difference between most successful people and unsuccessful people. Is the successful people had the discipline to stick with it and to continue to put the work in. We got to have that. You got to have that. Like I said, your circle around you, that's important. All of these things are important. Our beliefs about ourselves and we got to stop. We got, we have to stop putting, we put the belief in ourselves down here, but the, we put the belief that others have in us up here and it's to be the other way around because like I said, someone, some, People are quick to tell you what you can't do or what you shouldn't do. Like I said, if you if you got a, if you got some people around you who've never started not one business period, but they're steady, steady trying to tell you what you shouldn't do or how you should do this and that. I mean, you got to use common sense when it comes to some things. And I'm not saying that you can't take advice from someone who's never opened a business. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not telling you can't take advice from someone who's never done what you've done. But if these same people around you keep trying to tell you what you can't do. Or basically, oh, that's a stupid idea. Or why would you do that? Hey, man, sometimes you just got to you just got to jump out the window with it. I'm a firm believer in that. Sometimes you just got to say fuck it and jump out the window. Take that chance. Bet on yourself. Because the way the world is right now, it's like, honestly, think like I said, I like I said earlier, I, I honestly think most of our parents did us a great disservice. They didn't teach us about entrepreneurship. They didn't teach us about taxes. They didn't teach us, teach us about credit. Our parents didn't do this. So it was walking into the world with blindfolds on. So it's important that we teach our children about these things. About financial literacy, about taxes, about uh, entrepreneurship, about ownership. These are all the things that we should be teaching our children. There's all there's there's a lot of not a lot. There's a few stories that I've read lately about uh, groups of friends getting together in buying buildings, buying uh, duplexes, uh, fourplexes, um, uh, businesses, starting businesses together. That's the type of shit that we all need to be on. Ownership. Entrepreneurship. These are the things that's going to help our children in the generations to come become wealthy individuals. But we can't get ahead if we're always putting down one another. If we never want to support the people that we come up with. Again, I'm going to use the whole tax thing for an example. You guys will go to H&R Block, Jackson Hewitt, TurboTax and all this stuff. Y'all knowing that we got a tax company. It's crazy to me. Before I do anything, I'm going to support my people. And my people know that. Anytime, and, 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 and my thing is, even if you don't have the money to support, if this social, in this social media era, all you got to do is like and share it. 
Like, hey, such and such is doing this. Hey, such and such is doing that. Anytime I see any one of my friends share something that they're doing, I like it and I share it. Every time. People, if someone ever comes and asks me, hey, dude, hey, Dre, you know any realtors? I know a few realtors. And if there's a realtor that I know in that area, I'm going to point them your way. And I don't ever say, oh, yo, tell them Dre sent me. I mean, tell them Dre sent you. No, it's not about that. I'm not in it for the fucking recognition of the shit. I'm in it because I genuinely want to help you do what you do. Straight up. I got some homies that just opened up a restaurant down, I believe it's in Colleen, in Colleen. Can't, I can't think of the name of it, but guess what? When I pull up in Colleen, next time I pull up in Colleen, guess what? I'm headed straight to. You already know what it is. But that's the type of person that I am, though. I believe in small businesses. I believe in ownership. I believe in putting our money back into our community. That's just the type of stuff that I'm into. I've grown tired of giving my money away to other, other entities that mean nothing to me or my people. So don't get me wrong, I'm still going to shop where I got to shop. But like I said, if I know someone that has something that I want and they're a friend of mine or an acquaintance of mine, I'm going to put money into their pocket. That's how I'm rocking. So it's important to know your vision. It's important to be able to see your vision. Write your things down. Write your goals down. Write, give yourself small, uh, small goals, smaller goals that you hope to accomplish throughout the year. Write them down. Check them off as you go. Get you a tight circle around you that's going to help motivate you become what you want to become. I, I told, I told, I was having a conversation. A couple of weeks ago, about um, just this, let's just say a a, um, an, a, a merch a merch or apparel uh, company. I got one of those, right? I said, now, what did I say? I said, what if uh, what if five hundred people, what if five hundred people that I know um, bought a shirt for twenty dollars each in one month? Five hundred people. Bought one $20 shirt in one month. I think that's $10,000 gross income that I or whoever the t-shirt person would make. $10,000. It's as simple as that. And then from next month, from the next month, say we know some, uh, say we know, say we know a girl who does hair and we see in her 500 clients uh, that month 500 clients that month at whatever she charges a month, that's whatever type of money she's going to make that month. That's the type of shit that I'm on. That's the type of shit that I hope to see amongst my friends and in our community. But we so busy trying to one up one another to cut each other down, talk shit behind each other's back and all of this other shit that we do that isn't even for one profitable and it's not even, I can't even think the word, the other word I'm looking for, but it's not profitable for one. And it's not progressive at all. So we got to start doing better. We got to start thinking about what it is we're here to do. 
And we got to start making plans to do so because we're only getting older. Our children are getting older and our time is running out. And I don't know about y'all, but I know for myself, I plan on I plan on enjoying my upcoming years with my children and with myself and with my family and my friends. Figure out what it is you want to do. And let's talk through it. Let's get to it. 2020 is here. Happy New Year. We're here to move forward in life. I want to encourage everyone to really figure out what it is that they want to do in life. And let's start doing it. Find you some like-minded people. And like I said, unfortunately, it might not be your friends. It might not be your family. It might be some complete strangers. But find you some like-minded people who have the same visions as you or who has ha have bigger visions than you and get with it. S start, start embarking upon that journey. It took me, like I said, 40, 40 some odd years to become financially literate. But I'm glad I finally turned that leaf and I'm glad I finally am able to do whatever it is I need to do with the money that I have coming in. Because I've been stupid for a long fucking time. I was dumb for a long time. I think about all the money I blew on fucking shoes and CDs and clothes and furniture and TVs and cars and rims and all the dumb shit that we spend our money on I, 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 man look <laughs> yo thinking about that makes me mad now the shit ain't cool man it, and honestly it was never it was never cool we could have I could have had a couple buildings by now I could have had a couple uh, a few properties out there I could have had some real estate out there I could have started a few different businesses But I wasn't educated. And the most the majority of us aren't educated, especially in my in, in our community. Especially. So I guess the word I want to leave you with in 2019 is growth. We gotta grow, man. We gotta do better. Um, like I said, everybody can't go either. Everybody cannot go. So don't feel sorry for the people who can't go with you. If they don't see the vision, if they're toxic, if you guys hanging around these same toxic ass people that you've been hanging around with since 2009 or, or the year 2000 or 99 or whatever the case may be, and they have no in no shape, form or fashion progressed in any departments in their life, that's a fucking problem. We got to smarten up. And it could be your brother. It could be your sister. We got to smarten up. Yes, try to help them first. Try to help them see the light. Try to help them see your vision and where you want to take all of y'all to. But if they're not willing to go, they're not willing to go. It's time for you to let them go. Let them be free to do what they're going to do. You just make sure you go do what you need to do. You make sure you go out there and work for 
what it is you want to work for or work towards. I don't know, man. I mean, I don't got all the answers, man. I'm like I said, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to, um, I'm just trying to enlighten people. That's it. So with that being said, let's see if I got any questions. I got any questions, got any questions. Um, why is it so hard? Why is it so hard to cut people off? I mean, because you got time invested. I mean, you for, for a lot of us, we have a lot of time. Some of them, like I said, some of these people are family members. We, we've known our whole life. So if um, that's why it's so hard. I mean, you, you like I said, some of y'all are family. Some of y'all are, are friends, but end up being more than family um, with your friends. And but hey, man, sometimes I'm not gonna lie. It's a hard decision. And I'm not saying you got to cut them off like cold turkey, never talk to them again. But what I'm saying is you can't be out there hanging out with people who ain't trying to go nowhere. You know what I mean? If you're trying to go east, you can't be hung, hanging out with people trying to go west, trying to go north, trying to go south, whatever, however, which way you want to, you know, say it. Basically, what I'm saying is if they don't, if they ain't on the right path with you. You got to cut them off. You got to drop them off at the bus stop and keep them pushing. And like I said, it's hard because you got time invested. And no one wants to, um, no one really wants to cut anyone off. But it's so necessary. Especially toxic people. A toxic person, man, is one of these people who never, 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 never wants to see things any other person's way or it's always somebody else's fault or they always got something negative to say when you have some when you have something good to say or when you want to share some good news about yourself they always got something negative to say they'll congratulate you first but then they'll come with a negative comment in the end gotta cut the motherfuckers loose they have no fucking place in your life and that's just the reality um, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to sit here and act like, act like, um, we're above anyone because we're not. And, and everybody can help along the journey, but they got to have a willingness to help. They have a willingness to help themselves and they have to have a willingness to help you. And if they don't have that willingness to do so, you got to cut them loose. It's 2020. 2019 is gone. Happy New Year, man. We here. New month, new year, new decade. Look at yourself now. Look at where you're where you're where you're at right now. Check back in 2025, the midway point through the decade. And if you aren't if you aren't halfway or at least 75% to where you want to be at the end of the decade, start switching some other things up. But we got to start planning these things out, man. We got to start having that 2020 vision. And that 2020 vision got to be crystal clear. You, and, and some of us, man, we got we to gotta, we gotta run up in there with our blinders on, just looking straight ahead. Forget the fuck the peripheral because it's not needed. 
But what you got to do, man, you sometimes we got to have some keen focus on what it is we need to do. And if we do that, and we bring along some people with us to do that, I think we're going to have a, a good decade to come. 2020 to 2030, we should be all right. This is Dre E. This is the Minority Report. Um, what I got? What I got, man? I got I got some news, man. Um, uh, let's see. Um, we um we finally got on Spotify, so um, the link is going to be in the bio. Uh, the Spotify link. We're on Apple. Uh, we're on we're on Apple now as well in the, in the podcast section of iTunes. We finally got approved for that. So um, follow me there, the Minority Report by Dre E. And um, what else? Um, the Minority Report by Dre E on Spotify, on the Anchor app, and on iTunes. Uh, what else? The iTunes. Um, let's see. Um, on iTunes, the Minority Report by Dre E. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at I am King Dre or at Ask A S K Coach Dre. Um, what else, man? I mean, that's it, man. I mean, I hope y'all um, enjoyed these four episodes. If you haven't downloaded it yet, um, download it, man. Check me out on YouTube as well, the Minority Report by Dre E. On YouTube, um, all the links will be in the bio. Um, peace and love, y'all. Um, let's make this happen in 2020, man. We got to have a 2020 vision. Stay focused out there on everything that we need to stay focused on. Let's make some money. Let's take care of these kids, man. Let's love one another. Um, let's take care of us, ourselves, man. Let's take care of our health. We've, we've lost a few people. Uh, well, me personally, I've lost a few people over the last couple of years. And like I said, we only 40-something 40, 40 years old, so... Um, let's take care of one another, man. Let's, um, like I said, man, let's have this 2020 vision, y'all, all right? All right, peace, man.